This episode of the Grow From Your Heart podcast is brought to you by our friends at SeedsHereNow.com. SeedsHereNow.com is the only official home of Swamp Boys Genetics. SeedsHereNow.com also offers seeds from all of the industry's leading breeders, including Aficionado Genetics, TH Seeds, and of course, Irie Genetics. Everything at SeedsHereNow.com is backed by an award-winning satisfaction guarantee. And for my friends on a tight budget, SeedsHereNow.com offers several packs for under $30, as well as amazing monthly sales. Make sure to use coupon code GFYH10 while checking out. Once again, that is coupon code GFYH10 while checking out at SeedsHereNow.com. Welcome to the show, Podcast World. I'm your host. My friends call me Rasta Jeff, and this is episode 646 of the Grow From Your Heart podcast. In this episode, my friend Keith from Black Sail Market is going to join us to teach us about LED lighting. Before we get to that part of the show, let's do a few shout outs to a few of the kind folks who support us on Patreon. Let's start off with the big Grow From Your Heart podcast. Thank you. Shout out to my friend Jackie Daytona. Let's send a thank you. Shout out to Know Me By My Guacamole and Chris J. Let's send a big thank you shout out to Stone Trout Bum and Kojax. I want to send a big thank you shout out to Grant M and Turt Burglar. Let's send a big thank you shout out to Paul F and Roll This Nug. I want to send a big thank you to Ivan M and Brian P. Let's send a big thank you shout out to Canny Organic Illinois. And then let's wrap it all up with the big Grow From Your Heart podcast. Thank you shout out to Papa Roni. Big thanks and big shout out to everybody who continues to support the show on Patreon. If you are not already supporting the show and you would like to learn how to do so, all you have to do is visit www.patreon.com forward slash grow from your heart. All of the information you need is right there on the screen. And of course, I did include a link in the show notes and in the video description to make it nice and easy for all of my friends. All right, I'm sure you were excited about this LED lesson. I don't want to waste too much time, so I'm going to fade out the music, fade out the video, and when we get back, I will be joined by my friend Keith from Black Sail Market. All right, here we go. What's up, Podcast World? We are back. We've got my buddy Keith joining us from Black Sail Market. Welcome to the show, Keith. Hey, bro. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, dude, thanks for joining us. I do appreciate you being here. Before we go too far on the show, do you want to tell people how they can stalk you on social media and maybe how they can find your website? Oh, yeah, absolutely, man. Um, well, first of all, my name's Keith, and uh, I'm the uh, owner, founder, CEO, HMFIC of the uh, one of the most badass LED companies in the world called BlackSaleMarket.com. But yeah, you can find me BlackSaleMarket.com uh, on Instagram or Cannabis at BlackSaleMarket. And then uh, every Thursday night, I'm uh, now co-hosting the Embracing Organic show on YouTube. Excellent. I was going to give you a big shout out and a big thank you for co-hosting EO. Uh, I've been a part of the show. Uh, I don't think I'm like the host or I'm a panelist on the show. I've been involved with the show for quite a while. And to watch the changes happen, uh, I'm proud of the people who have picked it up and who are continuing the torch and uh, keeping the show. I do see changes and improvements coming. So I'm proud of you, bro. Thank you for uh, keeping that going. I do see you stepping up. Uh, In the chat we have, I see you trying to kind of be a leader and I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you, man. Yeah. And um, <clears throat> Tanasi and uh, Empire Dave are also really doing uh, their big part and also everybody else on the panel. 
Um, you know, we lost uh, Dervan Dan. He just had some some important life shit that he had to take care of. So, you know, somebody had to step up and keep the show going. Like, the question was, are we going to have an episode this week? And uh, that first week, I was like, yeah, yeah, fuck yeah, we're going to have an episode. I don't care if nobody else shows up. And uh, actually, you know, if you guys feel like watching a train wreck in slow motion, me and, me and RJ <laughs> kicked that show off. Like, and I was really happy when Jeff showed up because I was about ready to just do the damn thing on my own. Yeah, I got your back, bro. Thank you, man. But yeah, we've had three weeks to work on it and we're coming up with a format. And, uh, you know, we, we want to keep the show the same kind of fun hangout shoot shit that it's always been and just give it a little more structure, you know? Uh, and and try to have everybody be a little bit more prepared. Um, and that way it's really easy to get still in this fucking talk if you've like got some notes prepared. You know? Exactly, yeah. Have a few bullet points and just stumble right on down the list. I think you guys yeah. are doing a great job. Uh, not to just single you out, but big shout out to uh, uh, Tanasi and of course, Empire Dave. Uh, big respect to everybody doing it. But yeah, man, I, I love that you guys are stepping up and keeping it going. Because when I heard that Dan had to step down, I was like, oh, there goes a great show because you guys have a beautiful audience and a great community. So it'd yeah, be, no way, be heartbreaking man. to watch that to watch that go away. So thank you, bro. I do appreciate that. You guys make sure you check out Embracing Organics. Uh, it is Thursday nights. I'm in the mountain time zone. So for me, it is 7 p.m. Mountain time. They go for about two hours. Uh, join the party. It's on YouTube. Just search for Embracing Organics. If you missed the live show, it is all up there forever. You can go back and watch uh, probably two years, three years worth of episodes quite a few episodes up there. Uh, you can see the show where Keith and I uh, kind of pulled one off and just put it together real quick, or you can see some shows with a lot of great guests. Uh, we've had a lot of cool people on there. Kevin Jodry, Coot's been on there, a lot of great breeders, uh, a lot of great people. So check it out, you guys, Embracing Organics. Uh, let's talk more about my podcast since we got you on my show, bro. I love it that your, uh, your light is called the Canon. It fits perfectly. Uh, I switched to using Canons. I went from HPS lights to Canons and I love it. So I think calling it a Canon is perfect because it, the first time I plugged it in, dude, I looked away like, oh no, I blinked. I put my hands up. It felt like I was getting assaulted by light. So it's a Canon, dude. I got shot in the face with so much light the first time I plugged it in. I did not expect that. I knew it would be bright, but it was like, oh, it was offensive and assaulting and it's amazing. So I've yeah, gushed enough about more. your lights. Yeah, that's that's no, that's what the, the light guy did. He's like, and he got me with the light and then he pirated me. Uh, so I love the lights. I've seen a lot of great performance from my lights. I know what my plants are doing, but I don't know that I understand why. So I brought yeah. you on to kind of teach me about my new lights, uh, let you teach the audience about LED lights. Uh, I'll let you kind of teach me the basics. You always talk about the McCree curve and you talk about a lot of scientific stuff that honestly, when it comes to growing, I understand the plants like they're people. I talk to the plants like they're people. I pet them like they're pets and animals. Uh, when it comes to lights, that is where I lack the most info. Uh, my brain simply doesn't, it doesn't care. Like no offense to the light thing. I care about the plants, the nutrients, the water. I could see that. The numbers and those charts and things, my brain goes, what? I don't want to know that. So I've got some light uh, ignorance and some light uh, ADD, I guess. So uh, I think you can teach me in a great way to understand light. So I'm going to quit rambling and I'm going to give you the opportunity to teach me about LEDs. So uh, you talk about the McCree curve and you talk about LEDs. Where should you start, bro? What would you want to teach me first? 
Um, yeah, man. I mean, there's really, there's a lot of different like terms and numbers to kind of get used to. Uh, but there's really, as a grower, there's only like two or three things that you have to know. Um, and I would probably, I'll probably start off explaining spectrum and, and color temperatures and all that, because that's, that's what everybody wants to hear about. Um, everybody's hard for that shit. So that's where we're going to begin. Excellent. Um, so let's let's figure out spectrum real quick. I'm going to share my screen and uh, and get started here. Cool. So um, all white light is composed of uh, all the different colors of light, and they all mix together to make white. And then if you run white light through a prism, it breaks up into a beautiful rainbow. So all the visible colors of light are there, uh, you know, from uh, purple and violet up into blue, green, yellow and orange, red, and they're all there in different amounts, you know, so you can look at like the light bulbs in your house and see like, oh, this one's got a little bit more of like an orange and yellow in it. And then I turn on the fluorescent light in my kitchen and you can see like this one has a higher proportion of blue. They're all mixed in there together, but they're all in different amounts. And that's white light. Um, so that leaves us with the question of, uh, what, what amount of each color do we want to use in our indoor gardens? And, um, that question luckily has an answer and it, it's had an answer for a really long time. And, uh, that answer is specific to cannabis. Sorry, let me get this slideshow working again. There you go. There we go. So uh, this guy, Dr. McCree, uh, I assume he was a doctor. Maybe he was just really smart. Um, but he went through in the 80s and tested each different color of light on a bunch of different plants, including cannabis. So he must have been pretty fucking cool. Um, and like, you can see the rainbow in here, you know, right over here at the left end, you've got violet. It comes in through the blue to the green and to the red. And, uh, you know, when McCree started testing out different uh, colors of light, he found out that red was the jam and it works at 100% relative efficiency. And then you got blue coming in around 80% and green coming in around 60%. Um, so yeah, this is the par curve. And it's, it's based on the McCree curve for cannabis. And this is kind of, if you ever hear the term PAR, uh, it stands for photosynthetically active radiation, which is just a fancy way of saying light, you know? And okay. it's, not, it's not one of like the three things that you really need to memorize. We'll, we'll get to those. This all is right. all just kind of background information. Um, so so, so, so nice far I see... Here. So far, I see that plants don't really care for uh, this green and yellow stuff, but they're loving the reds and they're loving, they're liking the blues. Is that correct? Um, yeah, man. I mean, okay. honestly, I think that matching this curve is uh, going to give you superior plant health. Um, okay. I'll get, I'll get to that in a second. But All right. I just wanted to make sure I'm following along correctly. Yeah, and people have tried just growing with red and blue. Those are those purple LEDs. Uh, that you know they're still on the market um unfortunately uh the single color red and blue diodes are really expensive so it's it's not really 
advantageous to just have red and blue. Like you want like a full spectrum white light that also includes green. And uh, the first floral lights were invented uh, by NASA so that they could grow lettuce on the International Space Station. Cool. And they just wanted the red and blue because when you're, I guess when you're in fucking outer space, like every watt count, like they're, they're like PhDs trying to save like every tiny little scrap of electricity because uh, they're in fucking space. Yeah. Um, so then you would, yeah, you would just use red and blue because they are the most efficient. But besides just the efficiency of driving photosynthesis, there's uh, the plant response that, that is kind of like a separate factor, you know? So you might think you want to use all red, but you would actually end up with a fucked up plant. Okay. The plants are the boss. Too. Yeah, exactly. All right. So uh, superimposed on the par graph now, we've got kind of the, uh, the spectrum graphs of different colored LED grow lights and also HPS lights. So um, I really like the 3500K color temperature. It's my favorite. That's what all my lights have always come standard in. Uh, I only recently started offering the uh, 3000K color temperature as like an option. Okay. Um, because I think 3500K is perfect. And, and Yeah, on that graph, it, it looks great. Right, yeah, it's the green one. And it, it just almost perfectly matches that, that ideal spectrum graph for cannabis. You know, so uh, you get really healthy looking, short, bushy plants with fucking dense, frosty nugs. You yeah. Spraying, huge praying leaves, dude, pointing straight up. The plants just love it, man. They do. I, they really do. And I'm not just trying to, you know, just because I use the lights and because you're my bro, they do love it. I see huge differences in my plants. Uh, I kind of had to relearn how to grow. My nutrients are different. Uh, my environment is different. It was a big adjustment and the plants are happier. They're much happier. So yeah, I do see a huge difference in the performance. Definitely, man. That's why I think it's just really best to get that uh, proper balance between red and blue and, uh, and stick with it. You know, 3,500K and also 3,000K is a little bit more red, um, but it's still also very close. So with 3500K, you're going to get a little bit shorter internodes and uh, potentially um, some frostier uh, plants and flower. And with okay. 3000K, your nodes might be a little bit longer and you're potentially going to get some bigger yields in flower. You know? <clears throat> All right. Yeah. You know, I'm used to, I'm, I'm the old school grower. I'm used to switching from the halides to the HBS as I switch into flower. Uh, do I still want to stick with my same LED light and just keep my... Uh, my cannons up the whole time, or are you going to start giving me veg lights and flowering lights? Honestly, man, uh, the differences between 3,500 Kelvin and 3,000 Kelvin are going to be very subtle. And okay. uh, the last thing I wanted to say about Spectrum was to stop fucking worrying about Spectrum because it's really, it's really not that important if you just one of the one of the two things you need to remember about LEDs is to get 3500K or 3000K for your color temperature. I don't know what a Kelvin is. 
I don't know why it's 3,000. Uh, I just know that like 3,000 is a little more red, 3,500 has a little bit more blue. And I think 3,500 has the best balance of red and blue for full cycle. Um, and it's my favorite. You know, okay. if, you're, if you're really just focused on flower, if you're never going to veg with this light, sometimes people like to get the 3000 Kelvin. If, if they're a little bit more focused on trying to get the best yield they can, um, you do have a good reason to believe you might get a slightly higher yield with 3000 because you, you've got a little bit more red in there. Um, but the other important thing about your red, red and blue balance is that it determines the height of the plant. And that's really the important thing with spectrum is that it's going to determine the height of the plant. Like if you look at, uh, one thing I've noticed is my plants are much, uh, bushier, tighter, tighter internode spacing, squattier, uh, yeah. they don't stretch nearly as much. And that transition, uh, the three weeks from veg to flower. I was used to my plants taking off. I could have vegged for another week because they didn't go as hard as I'm used to with the LEDs. So that was advantageous for sure. Yeah, man. Um, well, what I was, uh, hang on, what I was going to show you was that you went, okay, so what I wanted to show you was how you went from uh, high pressure sodium to a 3,500K LED. Oh, I was missing a lot. I wasn't getting any of that blue and I was missing the peak red part. Right. Yeah, exactly. All right. Yeah. Look at that right. HPS spectrum, man. That yellow orange color should be very familiar. You know? Yeah. yeah um, that's what the room looks like. Right. So this goes to show you two things that if you're really heavy on red without the blue to balance it out, you're going to get taller plants, you know? Um, so it kind of illustrates it right there. And then it does also show you um, kind of how like spectrum really has a limited impact on the plant. Cause I mean, we've been growing really dank shit with high pressure sodium for decades. And if you look at it compared to the McCree curve, I mean, that spectrum's kind of fucked up. And there's a really big difference between an HPS and, and a, a full spectrum LED, but the plants still grow great under HPS. Like you still get frosty nugs and big yields. It's just they're a bit taller. Um, so that's really the only major difference you're going to be seeing. I think they eat better. I think since we're giving them uh, the things they want spectrum-wise, they're able to photosynthesize and metabolize and process the food better. I had to up some nutrients and I had to lower some because they didn't need some nutrients because they were getting fed enough of the other things. I had to kind of adjust a little bit. So I think the plants are just, they're happier with the LED. I just think it's closer to what they, it's by looking at the graph, it tells me for sure it's closer to what they actually wanted. Right. Yeah, no, totally. It, it's almost dead on. And um, it's so close that you really don't need to, like I've tried all the different like spectrums combined. I've tried like supplementing reds and blues and all that different stuff and mix them all together in crazy ways. And Honestly, I've never seen anything work much better than 3,500K or 3,000K just on its own. You know, um, if, if you've got the extra money and the extra time, you can have fun doing that 
you know, and mixing in a bunch of little tiny different colors and stuff, and your light's going to look like a spaceship. It's fucking cool. Fun. Yeah. But if you want to get the job done, you know what I mean? Yeah. Until the aliens come and give us new technology, this is probably, uh, I'm, I'm really happy with my LEDs. I've said it before on shows, but I don't know if I've told you this. The seeds I made under LED lights are the best seeds I've ever made. I've been making seeds for years, countless years. I can't even remember when I started making seeds. And when I used LEDs, my seeds were bigger, harder, fatter, healthier, better germination rate, more viable seeds per batch. Sometimes you get those like white seeds at the bottom of the plant or seeds that just didn't quite get what they needed. I had way less of those more usable seeds in this last harvest, all grown under LED. And that tells me that the plants are just healthier. They're just something naturally is happier about that plant. Yeah, no, definitely, man. Uh, I've heard that from a couple other breeders. I think that's awesome. Uh, I never would have known that if it weren't for you guys, because I never grow any seeds. Yeah, but, you're welcome. Um, <laughs> yeah, man, that's why I really, I, I've been growing with these lights for years, man. And I really think the best thing to do is uh, to find that proper balance and to stick as close as possible to what the plant really says it wants. Yeah. You know? And then just the plants are the boss. Better. Yeah. It's just an overall health thing. And if they're, if they're happy, bro, you know it. Oh yeah. They will you clap know? their hands, bro. They will clap their hands. Yeah. Um, I've got, I've got questions, but I don't want to derail you too much. So let me keep you focused on your, uh, on your, your beautiful presentation. Where are you headed next for me, buddy? Because I don't want to throw you off. Um, I just wanted to, uh, there was like one other thing I wanted to say. Um, I wanted to show you guys the 5,000 Kelvin color temperature. And, uh, you know, that one I've grown with it and it's just a little too blue. Uh, it seems to be slowing down growth rates at that point. Um, and, uh, also your nodes are just so stacked, dude. Like they're just right on top of each other. And, you end up having to do like a lot of selective, uh, you know, pruning of side branches. Oh yeah. So there is such a thing as like too short. Oh yeah, and too yeah. too tight, too squatty. That does become a problem. Yeah. Right. Is, is there a is there a forty two hundred Kelvin? Is that a thing I can find and buy? There is a four thousand Kelvin, um, but yeah, you could buy it. But honestly, like I wouldn't recommend it. Um, okay. I think, think thirty five hundred is pretty great i mean that's that's what you're using and I, I don't know like would you want your nodes to be any shorter no 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 yeah. they're they're beautiful if they get any tighter it'll be problematic on some plants it would definitely make a difference yeah, yeah. and i've talked about i may have selected different plants uh from my pheno selections in the past i may have chosen different stuff because of these lights like they were growing they were stretching and the plants were different shapes because they were under hbs i'm under leds and the plants perform completely differently and i'm like oh i I should have gotten rid of that and kept that stretchy yeah. pheno because under this light it would have been perfect, but it was too tall, so I tossed it. Yeah, yeah. it probably would have changed my selections for sure. Yeah, man, it'll have uh, it'll have a big effect on plant height, um, and then really minor effects in in other places, you know. Yeah. So uh, I I think the the frost level is there too. The the resin, yeah. the trichome development, it is there, and you can see it early. I think it comes on early. Definitely. All right. Well, uh, actually, I've never grown with HPS, so I never had anything to compare it to. I grew with Metalhalide ah. back in back in the day. You know, old school, old yeah. school. But we will talk about those. Shit, man. 
Yeah, it did a good job. It did a good job. My, my best until I had LEDs was when I would put a metal halide and an HPS in the same hood and run those together. That was my most flavorful, most potent, most photogenic herb ever until I switched up to the LEDs. And now I think I can far surpass that. Uh, and it's much cooler. I don't have to fight so much cooling. So that helps out the environment a lot until the winter came. And then I needed a, a heater. I almost put up an HPS again just to keep my room cool or warm. It got so cold that I didn't know what to do. That was the only complaint that I had. It's like, they're not hot enough. Yeah. Okay. So that kind of leads into one of your questions if you wanted to ask Yeah, it. yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, people always say that LED is cooler. And it is cooler uh, in some way. I'm noticing that. But I've got more wattage in the room. Technically, there are more watts in there than there was when I was running an HPS. The numbers are higher in wattage, but the heat is lower. I was taught that a watt is a watt because electricity is electricity. Why am I getting less heat out of that light? Um, so it's more efficient. So um, a watt, and this is, dude, wow, this is something that I've had like straight up nerd fights on like all kinds of social media about. Well, I'm not qualified to argue I'm, with you, so you're going to win like, this a nerd watt fight. Is a watt is yeah. a watt. And I'm like, no, it's fucking not. So a watt becomes 3.8 BTUs of heat? Somewhere around there, yeah. But that's only if it becomes heat. If it becomes light and then hits a leaf, then instead of that energy and that watt of electricity becoming heat, it becomes chemical energy locked up in the plant. You know, chloroplast. Chloroplast. Right. Yeah. That's what that's what chlorophyll does is it turns light into sugar, basically, or into chemical bonds. All right. So that energy cannot become chemical energy and heat energy at the same time because of the law of thermodynamics. So, you know, like uh if you've got like a 10, a 10 watt water pump. You know, some of those 10 watts will become heat, but some of it will also become mechanical energy, the energy Ooh, of that moving water. Okay. So you, you have to, and, and whatever, whatever percentage of that energy that does what the thing is supposed to do is the efficiency. And whatever's left over is the heat. Unless you're talking about a space heater, then it's just 100% heat because that's what it's supposed to do. That's efficiency. Yeah. Okay. So if the energy becomes light, then it's not really becoming heat. Um, and uh, so there's that. And then there's the way the heat that an LED does create gets distributed. Like it all gets sucked up into a heat sink and then kind of slowly radiated uh, from the surface of the metal. Um, so if you've got your lights hanging up by your carbon filter, by your exhaust fan, uh, then you're pumping out that heat much more efficiently than an HPS, which has a bunch of heat blasting straight down from the bulb onto your plants. Yeah. You know, instead of slowly radiating directly into your uh, exhaust vent. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Big old bright heat source, just throwing heat out. And then you've got that efficient little tiny diode. That right. makes sense. The heat source is so much smaller that it makes sense anyway. But yeah. that was a, a beautiful explanation because honestly, uh, I think I was believing the nerds that a watt is a watt. But the way you said that, uh, even my 
uh, non-physics understanding self got a good grasp of that. So that was per perfect. Thank you, man. It didn't become heat. It became plant energy because it was the right uh, type of light that the plant can use it and it didn't get wasted off as heat. Right. Cool. That so makes I've sense to me. I've got a question for you, man. Do you notice that right. difference in a commercial grow? Like from when the plants are small to when the entire room is just completely covered in canopy? Theoretically, the room should get cooler. Did, does that happen? Uh, yeah, I, I think so. Yeah, I notice the humidity more. It's more funky and damp in there because all the plants. But yeah, I do notice it takes more to change the temperature when there are a lot of plants in there, for sure. Okay. Yeah, cool. I'm not exactly sure. Uh, yeah, I think it does. It stays cooler in there because the plants are putting out so much water that it's cool in there. But then it gets so humid. I kind of want to put a big room, a commercial room filled with LEDs. I haven't done that yet. I've just got small spaces. But that's going to, I'm going to have to rethink everything once I do that. All of the HVAC, all of the airflow, it'll all be a totally different redesign, which is going to throw me for a loop. And I can't wait. I love those loops. Yeah, man. Uh, so what can other, I know what I can expect because I've done it. Now that I understand the heat part, other than uh, I switched to, eight to LEDs in the middle of the winter, and that was a mistake. I should not have done that. So that's something I can warn people about. If you're relying on the light for heat, don't switch in the middle of winter because you will mess your grow up. What else can people expect to expect when they switch from an HPS or a CMH to the LEDs? Because there is a little bit of a learning curve. Can you warn us about anything? Yeah, um, so there's going to be potentially some changes in your feeding. Uh, they might, you know, a lot of people say they need more calcium and veg and a little bit more magnesium yeah. and flour. Um, so yeah, if you've got a really dialed in feeding regimen with a really well-known strain, um, the run where you switch your lights up, you, like you can't just be on autopilot like you were on the last 20 runs. Like you are going to have to watch that plant again because it's going to be feeding differently. Yeah. Um, and the temperature is going to be different. So uh, you're going to want to get one of these, uh, an infrared thermometer, and you're going to oh, yeah. be able to check the surface temperature of your leaf. Because uh, if you're used to growing with CMH or HPS, there's a lot more infrared and a lot more downward facing heat. So the actual temperature of your leaf is usually, if I'm not mistaken, usually higher than the ambient temperature of the room. Um, but with LEDs, uh, you know, and I can pull this screen up again real quick. So over here to the right side of the, of the red portion of this graph is where you get into infrared. And you can see on the graph that the LEDs drop off really sharply and they don't put out any. Oh, it hasn't. There you go. There you yeah, go. Yeah, you now can you're see over up. here on the right that uh, right where this curve drops off is where you go from far red into infrared, which is heat. And you can see how the LEDs really drop off right there and they don't put out any infrared. So what's going to happen is your leaf surface temperature is going to be almost exactly the same as the ambient temperature of your room. Cool. So some people will be like, oh, put infrared on your grow lights. And I'm like, okay, let's think this through real quick. You wanna spend extra money on an LED light that's gonna reduce your temperatures. And then you wanna spend extra more money on an infrared light that's gonna raise your temperatures back up again. But 
all you have to do is turn down your AC a few degrees and raise the temperature of your, your ambient temperature of your garden. And then that will raise the leaf surface temperature up to where you want it. And, and you're spending less money on AC, which is the whole fucking point yeah. of getting more yeah. efficient light instead of spending more money on making your light hotter. So you can run your AC harder and get the same. Right. Thing. It's like, yeah, my, my electric bill has gone down quite a bit, quite yeah. a bit since I switched LEDs. I'm right. not running the big HPSs, so they're not sucking up so much juice, but then I don't have so many fans and ACs going. I don't have to fight the room so much. So yeah, it definitely made a big difference. Big difference. I'm so glad I converted you, man. Yeah, I was, uh, I was hesitant. I was skeptical for a long time, <laughs> but well, I always called it a light bright because I saw those silly purple things and I was like, that's not, and I saw so many weird mixed results from plants. I called it a light bright, but then when I saw what yours were doing and then uh, we worked out a nice, nice thing, it was definitely yeah. worth it. And I'm glad I did it. So good job, man. Thank you. Good sales pitching. You stayed on me for Thank a minute. You. I'm looking to see if I have any more notes. I think we've answered most of my questions. Uh, the changes I noticed we're going to change are uh, feeding and plant structure and growth. We're not going to get as much stretch as I'm used to. A little bit tighter nodes. Um, I may have needed a heater. It may have been wise to put in a heater during the winter. But other than that, I think I nailed it. Do you offer any products with a far red light or is that something coming in the future? Um. Yeah, not really, man. I mean, I've I've done it all. Like I've I've tried far reds. I guess uh, probably a grow mouse puff would be your best bet if you want to fuck around with far red. But okay. um, what we're all about at Black Sail Market is um, building really big, high quality, high intensity, full spectrum LEDs. Because all of my experience and everything I've learned has shown me that that's what gets the job done. You need the proper intensity. You need a big fuck off powerful light uh, and yeah. as efficient as possible uh, and as cheap as possible. Um, so that's always been like my ethic and like my my what what's guided me in the design of of all my lights is is that goal. And um, like, I just, that's how you get the job done, man. I think there's a lot of really overpriced and over-engineered lights out there. And all you really need to know is 3,500K, 3,000K and hit the proper intensity, you know? So like, for instance, um, like my 640 watt two pack, uh, it will give you maximum growth rates and yields in flower over a four by four in veg over a five by five and it's on sale for $665 with coupon code Ross to Jeff. So there you if, go. You know your, if you know your LEDs, you know, that's an amazing deal. And that like, we're really not, we're not fucking around over here. You know? Uh, I love that. I wasn't going to bring it up because it wasn't important, but I could feel your, uh, your army training come through. You're like, get the fucking job done. We don't need extra yeah. shit. We don't need frills. We don't need bells. We don't need whistles. We don't need fucking fancy glitter tape. Get the job done. I love that approach. And uh, I'm going to compliment you. I've been to your workspace. I've been to your old workspace and your new workspace. You guys, his workspace is immaculate. You can sit down and eat dinner off of his workspace floor. Uh, I complimented him one time. I said, dude, you cleaned the fucking corner that I would have missed. <clears throat> like, he gets in there and, you know, there's that corner that's right here that everybody like you swept everything, but right there, there's a little schmeck in the corner. He, he gets that stuff. So that tells me 
Uh, the way that somebody does something is the way they do everything. So that tells me those lights are put together, but the corners have been cleaned and dusted. So that's that's a good compliment to you, bro. Thank you for taking such good care of your customers. Thank you, man. And well, you didn't know I was coming to inspect, so it was super clean. <laughs> I showed up randomly. Bro, surprise inspection. Yep, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, man. No, it's, uh, I mean, and that's honestly like that, that very uh, rugged kind of utilitarian sort of, like if the army was going to build a grow light, it would probably look a lot like mine. Like, you know, <laughs> it, like, it gets the job done, man. It's a fucking tank yeah. and it will get the job done. It might be olive green or something instead of black, but yeah. Now you just sold them an idea. Yeah, They're going to come out with it. I've actually got a lot of iRegenetics growing under my, uh, under my Canon LEDs. So excellent. I like it when I'll you show off those pictures. Well. I mean, it's one thing to hear us talk about it, but it's another thing to see it for yourself, you know? And uh, that's, so that's three of my 320 watt cannons over a four by six. And that's four orange gasms in there filling out a four that by looks, six. That looks really, really good. Do you have those LEDs at full power or are they turned down at all? No, they're at full power. Okay. Uh, so each one's covering a two by four basically. All right. Um, so yeah, that? in, in flower, um, everything, all my coverage areas and recommendations on that front are designed for maximum yields in flower. Um, so in veg, because your day is 30% longer, you have to remember to turn that light down 30% and they're all dimmable, you know, which is another really great thing about LEDs, man. Um, because if you're running the same amount of wattage in veggie and flower, you're fucking up, you know? Right. The plant's got a certain amount of, uh, of light that it can process in a day. And in veg, that day is 33% longer. So the, the intensity needs to be turned down 33%, you know? If you start seeing the leaves start drooping, you can't see my arms at the edge of the screen. If the leaves start drooping, uh, and getting just a little bit weak toward the end of the day. They're not dry. They're not angry. They're tired. They've had enough light. They want to go to sleep. You can either uh, reduce your amount of light that is coming out of that light, or if you're on the right schedule, you can reduce an hour of daylight. Uh, don't over light the plants. You can save electricity. It doesn't matter a lot when you're running two cannons. Your electricity bill is not going to notice, but when you're running a hundred gabitas, that kind of stuff really adds up. So learn everything you can just to make yourself a little bit more efficient. And right now, during these times, bro, paychecks are hard to get. Money is more expensive than ever. So even if you are running two cannons, maybe that will save you a difference. Maybe that six bucks on the electric bill might get you somewhere these days. That's a fucking gallon of gas right now. Shit, man. So, yeah. yeah, money's expensive nowadays. Things are weird. Uh, are, are cannon lights readily available? Oh, yeah, definitely, man. Excellent. I know you make them yourself, and I know that supply chains are weird right now. I was at the grocery store trying to buy soil and nutrients and just basic things. And half the stuff I wanted was sold out. So knowing that your lights are there, that makes me feel better. Yeah, I have managed to, uh, I mean, there's been some definite adjustments I've had to make. And, um, you know, I had to start ordering my inventory uh, a lot farther ahead. Oh, yeah. You know? Yep. But so far, man, I haven't sold out. I've come close, dude. I've been down to like my last two lights. I'm like, oh shit, dude. That's like, excellent. Yeah, one of these boxes is gonna get here. Uh, but so, so far, I haven't run out. Good. 
Well, it's a sign of good business, being worried that you're going to run out. That's a sign of success coming your way. That's that's a good job, bro. All right, I think uh, we've got a lot of great info out of you. Do you have anything you want to share with us before we start wrapping up this part of the show? Oh, just real quick, dude. The third thing you need to know about LEDs is that okay. uh, to get the proper intensity in veg, you need about 600 watts per four by four of high okay. quality, full spectrum LEDs. So forget about everything I just showed you with graphs and numbers, all that shit, forget about it. Just learn three things, 3000 Kelvin, 3500 Kelvin, 600 watts per four by four. And you should be able to do the math on that. I mean, that's 900 watts for a five by five, 300 watts for a two by four, somewhere in that neighborhood. And you're gonna be at the proper intensity for flower and then just turn your light down 30% in veg. And that's everything you need to know about LEDs, man. As a grower like that, you will be set up for success, dude. You will get the fucking job done. There you go. Uh, I'm breeding under LEDs. I'm loving them. Sounds like a great formula for success. Um, I think we covered everything. I'm going to remind them one more time to check out uh, blacksalemarket.com and use coupon code Ross to Jeff. Make sure you go get yourself some Canon LEDs. Uh, is there a plenty of contact info on the website so if they have questions they can harass you and stalk you yeah man you'll find my email on the website and uh, cool. again hit me up on instagram or or cannabis at black sale market yeah give um, him a follow you guys he posts a lot of great stuff posts a lot of iRegenetics genetics because he's growing my stuff so give him a follow there and thank you bro for the great photos oh yeah man thank you for the great weed oh man it works out very well uh, I think that's all we've got, dude. Uh, thank you for giving me a great presentation. Thank you for teaching me about lights in a way that I could understand. I feel like if I understood it, then my audience probably did too. So they're all saying thank you. You're getting about 5,000 high fives right now. So thank you, bro. You guys, make sure you check out my buddy Keith on Embracing Organics Thursdays uh, at 7 p.m. Mountain Time. You've got to adjust your clock to wherever you are. The shows are always up there. Uh, Keith, thank you for hanging out, bro. I'm going to wrap up this part and then uh, I'll come back and do a wrap up for the podcast. Much appreciated, man. You're welcome back anytime, brother. All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, pimps and hoes, friends and foes, smokers, growers, clone cutters, and pollen chuckers, all you beautiful cannabis community members out there. I want to thank each and every one of you once again for listening to this episode of the Grow From Your Heart podcast. If you feel like this episode was educational, informative, or entertaining, maybe you want to throw me a couple of dollars because you learned something, maybe you laughed a couple of times, maybe we rescued your garden, all you have to do is visit www patreon.com forward slash grow from your heart. All of the information you need to support the show will be right there on the screen. And there is a link in the show notes and the video description to make it nice and easy for all of my friends. If you have any questions, corrections, comments, or concerns, you know, I would love to hear from you. The email address is grow from your heart at hotmail.com. Don't be shy. Send me some feedback. Also, be sure to visit Keith's website, blacksalemarket.com. Also, send Keith some feedback. Thank him for being on the show. Thank him for the great lesson in LED lighting. That is all I've got for you for this episode. You know I'll be back in a couple of days with fresh new content. I want to give a big shout out to my friend Dirtman Dan. And until next time, take a fat dab and give your mom a hug for me. Oh.